This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What up? It's your boy Chingo Bling. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Before we get into the show, quick reminder, I'm a stand-up comedian, and the Legalized Freedom Tour starts now, we're headed to Raleigh, North Carolina, February 27th, McAllen, Texas, March 5th, Naples, Florida, March 16th through the 17th. So many more cities, so many more dates. Hit up the website, chingobling.com. While you're there, head on over to patreon.com forward slash redpiltamales so that you can support the show direct. That's right. You'll get access to all the episodes, the full enchilada, and of course, the popping ass chat room in the discord how much better does it get than supporting free speech, supporting direct? It's just you and us. Ain't no middleman. But if I would believe it, patreon.com forward slash red pill for the price of a cup of coffee. You can join the community and help us out. Keep the show going and growing. You know what I'm talking about? Without further ado, let's get into the show. <laughs> wasn't even planned. I just pulled this up. <laughs> Canelo Bling, uh, what do you think about your uh, weight loss challenge coming up? Este, primeramente, yo estaba cosechando Alaskan crab. Este, estaba en el barco ahorita aventando salmón en Seattle. Hey, I look like one of them dudes that catches uh, fish at that market, right? Yes, you do, dude. Uh, I'm surprised you wasn't you weren't wearing anything for the last episode because I know it was cold. But I, as I looked at my phone again, it's dropped like another ten degrees in the last hour and a half. Yeah, and guess what? Um, are, are we recording? Yet? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, welcome to Chingo Chats, everybody. <laughs> We're doing it. We're doing it via Zoom because uh, it's cold as balls. Because. Uh, Thanks to Joe Biden and the Democrats, they messing with the weather. Anyway, uh, anyway, um, Marisol's sisters in town, and they want the girls have been cooped up. You know, we've been busy and stuff. We got home late yesterday because we're looking at houses, so I had to just finish helping her load up uh, the vehicle with with all the kids and stuff, so they can go take them to play. And I'm like, y'all hurry up and play and hurry home because I had an appointment after this at. Uh, to go uh, do some repairs with this carpenter, get a, get an estimate, right? And uh, he he called like, no hombre, jefe, fíjese que apacando vivo yo está se está poniendo medio cabroncito. Mejor a ver mañana a ver qué pasa, joven. Muy amable, muy amable. Um, so yeah, that's canceled. He's like, I'm not getting on the road. And here goes my wife and kids and my sister-in-law. So I'm like, y'all hurry up, hurry up and play, and hurry up and come home because like it's dropping. Yeah, it's dropping really fast. Luckily, the rain's not going to pick up for a couple more hours. Probably in like another two or three hours, it'll start raining too. It's just dangerous. It's a combination of people around here. You know, if you're in Pennsylvania or you're just somewhere where it's super cold and you're like, you know, 29 degrees in water, you can't just take a little bit of water in 20. Like, no, we can't. 
The amount of accidents that happen in Houston on a regular basis when it's sunny, hot, and dry, and cars are sticking to the road like, you know, race cars, they still pile up with accidents. Yeah. We're just not used uh, to it. I mean, you got road rage. I mean, it, it's dangerous out on the road, period. But I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, it's cold than a motherfucker out there. And if it does rain, it's gonna be it's gonna be very dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a, about an hour away from Chingo, so I was like, hey, you know, let's uh, go ahead and maybe do this via Zoom for like the third time ever. And it worked out. That RPT was fire. I walked out of there like, man, I could have done another hour talking about all the stuff we had going on in the news this week. But um, it is what it is. Randomly, I thought to myself, because we're going to be talking about this challenge, that I would pull up uh, the Rocky theme song, which I don't know what it's called. I just typed in Rocky theme song. Do you know the name of the song? No idea. Yeah. It's Rocky. Uh, for a second, I thought it was Eye of the Tiger, and I was like, wait, that's a totally different song. <laughs> Totally different. But um, so I, I queued this up and you walk in here looking like you just finished going doing some road work, you know, running your five miles. You got the water there. You got the almost like you had a sauna suit on because you wanted to shed a couple of this water weight pounds. I got the uh, migrant foil blanket look. <laughs> this is fresh off the runway, courtesy of Who Built the Cages, Joe. Uh, I'm like a nice warm burrito back here. So don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed. Who Built the Cages, Joe? Who built the cage? Oh, what? Let's stay on track. Let's stay on subject. He's a Hitler. But he won't answer who built the cages. Mr. Mr. President. Mr. President. Yeah. Who built the cages, Jim? By the way, George Wallace. I think that was his name. Was it George Wallace? Something Wallace. He's over at CNN now. Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. He's over at CNN. Yeah, sorry, guys. This is an this is an RPT, but still, it's all it all we've learned. What have we learned over the last year and a half is that as much as you try to Break apart the two things, culture, politics. It's impossible. At this point, it's impossible. Would you yeah, agree? It, yeah, it's permeated every aspect because, you know, when, when you're talking about sports, film, uh, I, I, speaking of film, I want to I talk about something. But, like, when it comes to sports, film, social media, I mean, propaganda, like, even if you wanted to ignore politics – they were screaming in your face about Donald Trump for five years straight. So, dude, have you heard? Don't forget your thought about film because I want to get back to it. Um, have you heard the story of Mr. Bla- uh, what's his name? Brian Flores sues NFL three teams as former Miami Dolphins coach alleges that racism in hiring practices. So, there is a coach from the, I guess, what was the Dolphins <clears throat> who's suing the NFL for basically racist, you know, uh, tendencies for hiring. So first it was the, the players, right? You know, Colin Kaepernick talking about uh, the NFL, the combines like slavery and this, that, and the other. They got us all in shackles and shit. Now there's this coach who's su- suing the NFL and, and screaming racism, a black coach. So, so he's saying that they, they favor white people and coaches <clears throat> brian flores has sued the nfl and three and three teams the dolphins broncos and giants alleging discrimination regarding his interview process with denver and new york and his firing last month by miami the 58 page lawsuit has uh, was filed in manhattan federal court tuesday and seeks a class action status flores alleges the dolphins owner stephen ross attempted to uh, incentivize him to quote tank on purpose lose games Shortly after he was hired in 2019, with Ross allegedly offering Flores $100,000 for every loss that season, Flores gave that team, uh, wait, Flores says that that is a team 
that the team, sorry, won games late in the season. Dolphins general manager Chris Greyer told him Ross was mad, quote, and that uh, on-field success was compromising the team's draft position. So he's alleging that he was getting paid off to get in order for the team to get the number one draft pick, I guess. But uh, this coach has like a terrible record in his career. Like he's like 25 wins, 25 losses or something like that. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. So that, that, that sounds like it goes beyond discrimination. It sounded like, like some mob bookie, like, wait, why are you paying your coach to lose the game? Somebody said that they were, uh, I don't remember who said it, but it was during an interview that they're calling this guy, uh, the Rosa Parks of the NFL. What? <laughs> yes. I want to try to find the video, man. But to go back to the original point is like, you can't escape this political direction or misdirection in this case of, of a constant uh, bickering over cultural things and race and who's got the power and who's, it's just so strange, man. Yeah, race, 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 victim, 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 we're divided, race. It's all Marxism. Um, so on Disney, the Disney Plus app, shout out to my niece. I'm using her code, her password. Um, I was clicking around and I said, huh, it was a it was a series about like a documentary behind the scenes of Pixar. Right. So they're showing like just different episodes of different aspects of how they make their movies, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, they take you on the uh, Pixar campus. It's almost like a tech company, man. It's, you know, it's in California, Silicon Valley. Uh, it was created by Steve Jobs. So it has a very, like, techy type of vibe, right? Pixar. So one of the episodes was one of the uh, writers on the movie Soul. Are you, are you familiar with that one, Soul? Soul. It sounds yeah, familiar. So- so the movie Soul is one of those animated films. It's like a uh, a black dude who's a middle school band teacher, and his dream is to become a famous jazz musician. Uh, but right when he gets his big break, he like he dies. Right. Mm. So now he's in like this interdimensional like heaven type of space. But he's trying to he's trying to fight his way back to Earth so he could fulfill this dream. Right. Mm. Anyway. So the the black writer he's talking about like I wanted he's like you know the you know the the character Joe his identity like he didn't seem real to me yet and as a black man I wanted him to have this authentically black cultural experience and Pixar assembled this like cultural team of like ten black employees and they all had to chime in and and make sure it was all legit you know what I mean and um, they showed how he. He emailed, like, I guess the head director, like, hey, you know, he should have a scene when he goes into this barbershop. And, of course, you know, when you're making a a movie at that scale, uh, it's other people's job to question and chime in, no matter what the suggestion is. It doesn't matter what it is. But it's like, why do we need the scene? Why do we need to animate? Why do we need the viewer to sit through this extra scene? And what's the purpose of it? And the director told This is that's so funny. This happened exactly last time <laughs> in the middle of a story. The director told him, the director told him, like, go ahead and write the scene. And he basically was just saying how, like, the barbershop is like this cultural thing. And, you know, finally, it, it, it was interesting how he's like, how groundbreaking and monumental it was to see the animators. Because, you know, they got to, like, program. It's almost like CGI. They got to, like, 
it's very 3D-ish. They have to program. It's no, it's not like Mickey Mouse old school animation. It's not like you're gonna color in some hair. Mm-hmm. It's like very realistic texture. And uh, he was like, it was just groundbreaking to see all these different textures of black hair and you know, and the, the black barbershop and 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 the community and this authentic space and being brought to life by the Pixar animators and da 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 da. And um, I, I found it very interesting. Um, you know, it was, it was just interesting to show the process, like how these decisions get made, how they get approved, you know, does it make the cut? And then there was another episode where it was this lady who her job was to oversee this team, this whole little group where they had to take every Pixar film, like maybe one at a time, and translate it in essence into like 142 whatever different uh for like different countries. So they would have to go through the neutralizing phase where like every symbol, every sign, every, uh, like if, like if it was an RV park sign, they're like, how can we turn that sign into just visual? Cause you have kids watching. They don't want to be like, daddy, what does that say? What does that say? What does that say? So they like went in and simplified a bunch of stuff. They showed a bunch of examples and then they had to go in and like authentically translate stuff. So for example, there's a character who, points at something as they make the joke like it says danger and it'll be like oh go in and have fun or something like that Mm. well when it comes to arabic you got to read this way so Uh. they had to like redraw it so he's like or whatever what's this was a series what's the name of the series yeah man i don't know i just clicked pixar and, and on the disney app and basically uh man you might have to google that shit to know the exact name but it's basically like behind the scenes Pixar, like okay. how we make the movies, something like that. Fantastic, uh, yeah, uh, uh, direction there. Uh, trailer for Disney Plus series Inside Pixar. Yeah, that sounds right. Inside Pixar. Inside yeah. Pixar gives animated look behind the scenes. So of course, I was thinking. Are they going to try to explain why the CCP demands that Disney re-edit endings and change characters? That's what I was looking for. Mm. <laughs> That's why I clicked that shit. And then you just got sucked in because it was a good show or what? I mean, it, was, it wasn't like, oh my God, it's so good. Such a good show. It was just like, wow, this reminds me of a tech company. Like there's so many moving pieces. It just seemed like if you were working at Apple or Google, like it would look a lot like this. Nothing like 2000mules.com, though, right? We're just going to keep sprinkling I know. that. I, I wanted to bring it back to 2000mules. Dude. Um, I kind of really quick do want to bring it back to that uh, because Chingo Chat li- listeners and RPT fans appreciate it when we do it on Patreon, I'm sure. I'm guessing. I don't care because I want to talk about it. What was your initial thought when you saw that? Because it's pretty new. I mean, it only dropped like three days ago. And you know who mentioned it to me? Who? The, the two women who were doing voter registration at Second Baptist Church. How did you fail to mention that when you told me that? That's fascinating. Well, because because I didn't process it. She was just like, oh, and you know what they just found? You know, we're talking about the ballot boxes. And she knew and who it was? Boxes. Like she was aware of who Dinesh she, was? She and- said, yeah, she just kind of, I was trying to take it all in because my wife and the girls were buying coffee there at the... Uh, Second Baptist Coffee Shop. It's called Second Cup. Shout out to them. Is it really? Yeah, it's called Second Cup. Shout out to them. Um, 
amazing band, amazing mu- musicians, amazing production. I love that church. So anyway, um, yeah, the lady mentioned it. She's like, you know, 2000 Mules, Dinesh D'Souza, you know, they've uncovered it. And she she was saying, and they have the, uh, like the satellite images, the cellular, like the um, the heat, what do you call that? Like the little yeah, heat infrared. infrared, yeah. The heat signature, like, I guess. Yeah, she was like, and they follow them around. And one guy did different trips to the same, you know, going back to the warehouse, picking up ballots. How do you, what do you say to that? Because it's not like, had it been anybody else that didn't know about it, I can imagine their face being like, wow, these ladies are crazy. But being that it's you, what was your uh, reaction to them? Well, my thing is this. Uh, I walked in the house right now for a quick snack break. And um, my sister-in-law, she's watching the baby. She just had whatever. It was like ABC News on YouTube. And they're talking about like January 6th committee, you know, uh, President Trump in hot water and yada, yada, yada. And I'm just looking at it. I'm like, y'all stole it. But y'all are trying to gaslight everybody into thinking that the guy y'all stole it from is somehow the bad guy. And so that's that's where my mind goes, where it's kind of like, well, yeah, the proof is right there. They used they 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 used different methods to get the desired result. Like they had to cheat multiple ways in order to off balance the landslide that they were going to have. 